Packings. Second wind for the Packings. All right, welcome back once again to the Organic Football Podcast. Kicking off week 16 on this Christmas week, uh, your championship week, uh, a lot of stuff going on out there. And, you know, the first game, uh, there's no Thursday night game, so we're uh, cranking this one out a little early before the holidays hit. And uh, Minnesota and the Saints do play on Christmas Day, though, so I'm sure we'll get into that game, a little Christmas football. And also, obviously, guys, we got to talk about the big uh, fantasy championship uh, that's going to be going down. Give our thoughts on that matchup uh, between the two contenders in our league. And, you know, just kind of talk about the rest of these games. And if there's any big Week 16 boom or bust plays, Rich, uh, I'm wondering if you got anything uh, written down on that. And maybe a little Hail Mary on Week 16 to get a trophy for somebody. Check in over there, Rich. What's going on, buddy? Just hanging out, man, getting ready for week 16. It's not one I'm – I don't know. It's mixed feelings, man. I, You know, it's it's a different feeling. I think usually I expect either me or Brad or someone to be around, hanging around for this week. And uh, so it's different. Uh, I'm definitely excited for the football. There's some good games on the docket and – some good matchups out there that I think we can peruse this week. So let's let's get some people some championships. Let's give them the knowledge, and we'll see who gets it in our league. But let's help some other people. Sweet, Brad. What's going on, buddy? Uh, how you feeling, man? You just had a birthday. How old are you to uh, these days, Brad? I'm 39, man. Damn. Yeah. Still young. Yeah, I said 39 years old, and then I started thinking <laughs> about like, when do you actually say years young? I was like, cause then you just like give up. You're like, dude, I'm old. I just want to like kind of trick you and say I'm young, but I think it's over so 40. What's up? 41 years young. Yeah, I just turned 40, man. So definitely uh, feeling it. I got to tell you, man, it's as soon as that uh, calendar turned the page, I did feel a hell of a lot older. It's a mental tales. <laughs> you guys will be there soon. Don't worry. I know. Swim in Jeez, ice cold man. water every day. Help, help uh, make that go away. You ever seen those people? They do that to like look young and everything. You're like, fuck no. It's like sub freezing weather. They're just swimming in it. They're like, look, I'm young. You ever even take? You ever even taken a cold shower? Oh yeah. You like cold showers? Uh, well, when I lived at Karen's house. She didn't turn the AC on, so it was like thermostat was at like 88, 90 degrees. So I took a cold shower and just fucking went to bed because it was fucking hot. But so, yeah. And then when I was in track and football, I remember doing those ice baths getting all the way in there. That shit was cold. Yeah. I know Mark Schlereth, he comes on Colin Cowherd a lot, and he, he always recommends that you take an ice-cold 90s. Or maybe it's Tony Gonzalez. I think it is Tony, Tony Gonzalez, actually. I bet you. He recommends a 90-second ice-cold shower every morning is how he starts his day. First thing in the morning. Cut yeah, to after a, you take uh, a hot shower, you're supposed to blast yourself with cold water. Yeah, that sounds like, like crazy. I know. You're like, why waste all that 
beautifulness, you know? <laughs> I like a hot shower, dude. I'll fucking soak it up in a hot shower. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing shower talking now? Yeah. <laughs> It's a good start to the episode. What happens when on the playoffs? You like start thinking about hot showers. You're like, well, I can look forward to that. You know, these are the things that I yeah. look forward to in life at this moment. It's you know what I really yet. like? You know what I really enjoy? Hot showers and naps. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, dude. A nap. I could crush a nap. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, real quick, before we get into games, I had like a general point that I wanted to put out there to any fantasy players. This weekend uh, happens to be a weird schedule weekend. You got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So like you're going to get like varying reports throughout the week. You got to stay on top of this stuff. Like really a lot of it's, yeah. it's more shifting pieces than you would usually have on a typical week. So this is championship week. Be on your game and be paying attention to all the stuff, you know, someone goes out, you need to understand and set up your roster, manage your roster appropriately. Yeah, man. In addition to the holidays and everything else going on, uh, hopefully there's no COVID issues this weekend, but yeah, other than that, man, it's just uh championship week. So somebody's going to get it. Somebody's going to be ho- hoisting that trophy uh, come Monday night, man. So let's get into some of these games uh, where you want to start, Rich? How about that Christmas Day game, the Vikings and the Saints? Fucking yeah, man, let's, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I, I'm interested. You know, Christmas Day game. I was telling my son, like, no, we don't usually have these. It's like, oh, really? It didn't really click with him. I'm like, no, man. We NBA. You pretty much usually have NBA games on Christmas Day, and that's it. And so we got a weird schedule. We got. Minnesota at New Orleans, that's correct, right? Yeah. Um, interesting, man. I, I, I wonder if um, New Orleans in this game might be a little bit gassed from that last game. Um, mentally, emotionally, um, that defense played, catch this, 92 snaps um, against the Kansas City team last week. So that's a lot of snaps. That's not a typical number that you're going to see. And, you know, you're you're chasing everybody around the field like you are against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think it wears on you. So I, I kind of have this, like, sneaking suspicion that Minnesota is going to come in here and have a nice game. I can see New Orleans kind of getting some turnovers, a couple sacks here. So, you know, I, I do think that they might have a – decent output in but i do see it being like giving up 24 points or so i do think that breeze come back his second game they will control the clock more a little on offense which will give their defense a little more breathing room and after just going against the kansas city offense minnesota's kind of got to look a little bit like oh okay yeah we we, we can start these guys that makes sense. I, I do think Breeze will get a little more of that rust off. He'll have a whole nother full week of practice. He's played that game. He looked like crap, and now he's now he's ready to get back into the offensive flow. I could see that a little bit. <clears throat> Plus, Minnesota's corners have been you know wishy washy all year. So, Mister Drew Breeze with his accuracy can probably probably gun it in there and, and get it going this weekend. Drew Brees, yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. You got any thoughts there, Mark? What do you think about that game? 
Uh, yeah, with the Vikings, man, I feel I like they might have they might have thrown in the towel, or they might be. Uh, I mean, the best they can get to is eight and eight at this point. They're probably not going to be good enough to get in the playoffs. So, you know, I, I think they're a little demoralized after that loss to the Bears last week. I think, as probably any team should be when they lose to Mitch Trubisky. So, have to be pretty demoralizing. I got to imagine. I was going to say, Mark. You know what I've thought about with you. Um during this season is there's a lot of times that you'll, you'll um, you're good at pinpointing like a mindset or a motivational factor for a team. I think mm. that's something that, that you like, you kind of like, I think there's a lot of times that that's where you're, you're, you're you, you say a point and you're like, that's what it's about for this team. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like th- those are, that's important when you're like kind of handicapping or, or playing as a fantasy player to know, Mm-hmm. A mindset, a mentality, a motivation. I think that that's good. I, I, I think that's an interesting thought there. Minnesota season may be over. That might be a little more – that might be a bit demoralizing. I think that's that's a good point. Yeah, and I would say I do like to lean into that type of stuff, Rich, how you mentioned there. And uh, I will say the Saints, they have a lot to play for still, right? I mean, they're right there with Green Bay. Uh, for I think believe they're still fighting for the number one seed in the NFC, so – I think um, I think Green Bay is pretty locked in. Like, I think they're pretty. I think New Orleans is pretty solidified into like the two seed almost now. So I mean, the, I think they're trying to hold. They're still trying to hold the two seed. I, I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah, get a home game and everything. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they they do have. They'll still be playing. They'll still have that motivation factor going. So what happens if Drew Brees gets in the playoffs playing really well? They win their first playoff game. They go to the second divisional game, and they get robbed. Some pass interference call. Some other crazy bullshit to end their season. Three straight years. Like, mm. dude, that's got to drive Bree's mad, man. Mm. So is that, like, I wonder if that's – I don't know what I wonder – speaking of, like, a little mentality, like, do they think about what happened to them with Minnesota, and maybe that's – like okay, let's let's come make a point That's here too in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, there's no way they forgot about that. Uh, I think we just yeah. organically walked into that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, it's, about, it's like December. You know, it's about the same time. Yeah. It happened. Ouch. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway. Cool. That's Christmas. Merry Christmas to us fantasy footballers. That'll be fun. Yeah, I like that one, man. And then the Saturday slate, we got three games on Saturday this week. So uh, to talk about the most interesting one for us, guys, that's going to be the Niners oh, and the Cardinals. Oh. Uh, the roommates. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the roommates. Two teams I like that, that. Uh, <laughs> share the same State Farm Stadium over there in uh, Glendale. What do you think is going to happen on this one, Mark? How you see the Cards and the 49ers playing? Oh, man. I, th- I think the Cardinals should win this. The Niners are 0-3 since having to vacate and come to Arizona through, you know, really factors that are out of their control. So they were already having a difficult season with tons of injuries, and then now they get completely uprooted. Hasn't gone well for them. So to me, the Cardinals should win this pretty handily, but it's it's a division game. So the, the Niners and Cardinals always seem to be in close games. So, uh, yeah, 
Uh, I'm guessing the Cardinals will win by like a touchdown, like 30 to 23, something. Yeah. This is one of those ones where like, I I still get nervous. I guess I get nervous every week. (laughs) I'm like that type of fan, I guess, where I'm just like every week. I'm just like, I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know. I think they're going to (laughs) lose. I don't know. I just hope they don't overlook this team. I just, that's my thinking. they, They think that, San Francisco is just tapping out. Whereas, like, kind of organizationally, they're saying that they're not because George Kittle might play this weekend. Um, they activated Jimmy G uh, off of the IR for his practice window, so that's like kind of saying, like, no, let's let's keep cranking, let's get to work, and like show what we can do. So, I hope the Cardinals bring it. If they do bring it, they have a talent advantage, and they should win the game. So, uh, and San Francisco has a very hard time defending Kyler Murray. He he does very well against his team. So I expect I expect really nice things from a fully finally fully healthy. I think maybe last week was the first week that we were at like above 95%. I think it'll be totally healthy this week. So I'm mm-hmm. excited. You know, I was thinking about this game and I thought the Cardinals were going to win, you know, pretty good by two touchdowns or so. But then you just brought up the whole they're still in the hunt, you know, and one way for them to get in that last seed is to beat Arizona. So this is a very crucial game for them. So I do think, like you said, they're going to, they can't get in. Are they no, limited? They're limited. Oh, they're limited. I thought they could get in if they won twice and had some help. No, um, actually, technically speaking in the NFC picture, it literally is down to either the Bears or the Cardinals for that last spot. Hmm. And I don't think it's possible for both of them to get in with that Tampa Bay victory, I think, last week. Nope. No, I think it's it's one or the other, mm-hmm. man. It'll either be Bears or Cards. Yeah, that's how that's how locked up it is in the NFC already. I mean, there's seeding shifts that can happen, but it's down for that last spot, and then everybody above it, it was just locked in that they're in, basically, and it's either the Cardinals or the Bears. That's it, man. Well, I think this brings up the – the question, man, Mark, yeah, who do you wish to get in? Oh, who are you man, uh, you know, honestly, man, <laughs> only one can get in. I mean, this is like putting your children on the table, like, this is it. Nice. Is and <laughs> I'm gonna pick the one that's wearing red because that is the uh, young and uh, up and coming team that has some potential to actually go somewhere, even if the Bears got in, they'd probably get their asses kicked in the first round, would be my guess. So, yeah, let's see what this Cards team could do with a playoff berth. But if it don't go that way, hey, I'll get to see the Bears, and who knows? I guess anything can happen in 2020. I think deep deep down this is about that purple pill. Like, you took that purple pill. You wanted Mahomes. You couldn't believe (laughs) they got Trubisky. But what if Trubisky goes on a tear and wins the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. Again, man, if, you're talking about mind-blowing situation. I mean, know. shit, Jupiter and Saturn were right there. That shit hadn't been in 800 <laughs> years. Trubisky could fucking throw a couple, you know? I've seen Joe Flacco fucking play out of his mind for Super Bowl. stars line, yo. Trent Dilfer, Joe Flacco, yeah. who else? Brad Johnson. Brad These guys Johnson. are Super Bowl champions. Yes. So let's just say he wins a Super Bowl. Title Town, Chicago, another another Super Bowl for him, yeah. and then you have to give that purple pill back. I will. 
but I mean, that's pretty funny. I mean, Mahomes probably would have won two or three in that time, but. Yeah, there's also that. But. but. Can you imagine Mahomes with this defense? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, man, I mean, I'm glad Trubisky is at least, you know, making a little something out of his career, still trying to. He's not just, you know, fading off Fade into the color, distance, yeah. but I still don't think he's going to be the answer. And they could still potentially move on from him in the offseason. Now, if he makes a miraculous Super Bowl run, that's a different story. But It's funny how, like, well, Chicago, Chicago 1% has, like, chance, I'll give it. They have the, the most variable outcome that you could ever expect, like, from here forward. Let's say they miss mm-hmm. the playoffs. Let's say they get blown out. Let's say they lose to the Jaguars. Oh, that'd be really bad. Okay, <laughs> and then they lose it, and then they lose again, like and get stomped by a Green Bay. It, it's possible Matt Nagy's getting fired and Mitch Trubisky's gone. Yeah, or or they win these games. So they win these games and they go yeah. to the playoffs. And now Mitchell Trubisky's the quarterback for the next three years. It's like who knows, dude? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's variable. Yeah, you said that, Mark. You just covered your face. Like, oh my god, three more years. Yeah, man, man. that's three more years. <laughs> this is like we should we should have just lost every game and got Trevor soon. Uh Trevor Lawrence. Or Trevor Lawrence. Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Go get Trevor Simeon, man. <laughs> oh, I thought of that Cardinals uh, lineman that you were talking about that they drafted instead of AP. Levi yeah. Brown. Levi uh, Brown. That's Lord. There it is, man. Yes. Yeah, instead of Adrian Peterson, yo. <laughs> <Yeah>. Woo. <laughs> That's the that's the same way I feel how the Bears messed up by you know taking Trubisky instead of Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Uh, I feel they just set the franchise back, man. Just the same way the Cardinals did, where you saw Adrian Peterson go have a stellar career. In fact, he's still out there scoring touchdowns this season. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what Levi Brown's doing, selling used cars or something, but. Just picture this used car salesman commercial. Hey man, this is Leroy Brown. You want to come down and get some cars? Come check out me. I got the car for you. You know, just like dressed up in his yellow collared t shirt, you know, all tucked in with his khakis. I'm a salesman. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. All right, we got to do more games. Let's get going. Dude, let's talk about the Bucks and the Lions, man. That's where Adrian Peterson is. Let's just organically go there. Okay, Bucks and Lions. I got that. I like Bucks that are game. gonna torch them. Yes, torture you. Yeah, I'm interested in this over. I think I think there's gonna be some points scored. I think I think what Tampa Bay's over? defense is shown uh, 53. Could have say 53. I like well, the over on that a- too. I was going to say 53. Yeah. I should have said it. Uh, I didn't yeah. say it out loud. Okay. That's right. I got one uh, for you, Rich, uh, with your uh, quarterback carousel uh, prognostication skills. I know you uh-huh. think uh, Carson Wentz may be heading to Indy. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with Matt Stafford, man? Well, how do you think this plays out? I, I got to feel like this is his last year in Detroit, one way or the other. Well, I know that last year there was a lot of rumors leading up to the draft that uh, – 
Detroit could even consider picking uh, Tua in that draft. There was like some buzz before the draft. It might have been some talk to try to like get picks moved or whatever, but there was buzz that they sh- that they should do that, and a lot of people kind of prognosticating and saying that they should. Um, so I, th- I think that Detroit's going to be in the market to move on. Um, I've heard some rumors um, that you know. I mean, there's going to be a lot of rumors, but. We'll see, uh, but I, I've heard some rumors that Matt Stafford could go to the Patriots. <laughs> wow. And I, I think he'd be pretty good there. Dude, I heard, uh, what was that? I was talking to Jay today, and he was telling me he read a story on the Wentz and Hurts situation in Philly. And he's mm-hmm. saying that they're not going to move Wentz. They're just going to keep him as a backup, and that's it. Because they have like $25 million in like dead cap space. So if they trade him they save like $5 million in dead cap space. So they get like $20 million relieved, but they still need a backup quarterback. So that $5 million will just be spent on getting a backup quarterback. So they might as well just keep that money in play and just keep Wentz because if Hurt, Hurts gets hurt, then they have someone. <laughs> they have Wentz to just pull again. Unless someone gives them a shit ton of capital draft picks, that's what they're saying. The only reason they'd want to move him. Yeah. Yeah, you move them for draft picks. Yeah, but they got to give up a lot for them to. I also heard some that really. uh, Matt Ryan may be on the move out of Atlanta. So if you got Matt Stafford, you know, Matt Ryan, potentially Carson Wentz, uh, who's another guy? Cam Newton. I mean, I don't know what Dwayne his Haskins. career is over. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be around in Washington. Uh, did you guys hear about Dwayne Haskins, by the way? Yeah, I did hear about that. Brad, did you? Nah. No. Uh, uh, there were some, some pictures of him. And, and, well, Mark, did you hear it? Like, okay, so I originally heard this story was that he was in a strip club. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought it was, yeah. Oh, well, no, get this. I got the I got more of a story today that he was actually at a hotel and ordered in the strippers to the hotel room. Oh, just the old uh, DoorDash. Oh, DoorDash, you want to crazy me to it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. You could have gone with yeah. Uber Eats if you. Well, funny, <laughs> funny though, like, Uber, Uber strippers. Yeah. Yeah, but this guy, it, you know, they talked about Dwayne Haskins before. So what happened like, to him? He, he got strippers or? He was just yeah, like, well, hey, and I guess there was some pictures face and videos face. came out and there's no masks or nothing like that. So they're saying, you know, COVID and everything else and putting his coach at risk. He's a franchise be. quarterback. Uh, yeah. You know. This is like right. I think it was the night after the game. This is what I love about this year. The guy literally orders like what, probably like five, six, seven strippers up to his room, and they're dancing around, probably doing illicit drugs, this and that. You know, this and that. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! They weren't wearing masks. What the fuck, guys? What the fuck? Send that shit to the NFL, man. Like, we need to report this shit. I don't care. The thing is. He's at practice today, like, though, too. Oh, he's at practice. Yeah. Uh, he's at practice today. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he, they, he asked them all to have their tests taken. 
before they could. <laughs> no, they did rapid test before you called in the cavalry. I mean, it's an extra five hundred dollars, but you know, it's it's possible. Yeah. So Dwayne Haskins was a captain, if you could believe that. They took away his captainship today. He's not a captain anymore of the team. Captainship. But he would. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> But he's not a captain anymore. I can't. I, that kind of that was the captain of his own ship. That was the most astounding thing to me was that he was a captain of this team. Like, really? You guys had him as a captain at some point this year? Why? Was he? He went from first to second to third stringer, still captain. And now he's starting. And guess what? Like, usually you do something like this. It's stupid. You don't. You don't just get fined. Like they'd probably bench you for this for a game or something. And um, no. No, he's going to play because they need him. Alex Smith is going to be out, so they don't really have a quarterback, so he's going to play. <laughs> We're going to take your captain thing away. You're not a captain, but get on out there. He sucks anyway. Dwayne Haskins sucks. As somebody who rosters Terry McLaurin and has for two years, Dwayne Haskins is a bozo, and he sucks. <laughs> That's my thoughts. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the report of Alex Smith hurt his leg and is out, I wasn't watching the game. I was like, oh, no. Please, God. There you go. And then I heard what yeah. actually happened. I was like, whew, thank you. Yeah, I mean, people, yeah, there's going to be, like, this offseason for quarterbacks is going to be so fucking wild. Like, Washington needs a quarterback. Don't you think at this point Pittsburgh's thinking to themselves we need a quarterback? Like, New England needs a quarterback. These are big fucking teams that need them too. Like good teams. Like if they get a good quarterback in place, they've got a good team. So pretty, pretty fucking. That's going to be the fucking most interesting part of the off season. Yeah, something I was reading that uh, they only had like seven teams listed as quarterback situation is fully stable. Like future is bright. Everything looks good. You know, the Cardinals were on there, obviously, with Kyler, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, guys like that. Now Lamar okay, Jackson, yeah. I think he was on the uh, Deshaun Watson, he was on there. Like, okay, San Francisco, they're not they're not feeling great. No, that's well, not LA, San Francisco, uh, Jimmy G going back to New England. He could go back to New England. That right? was like, when you said that, I was like, things just clicked. I'm like, Bill Belichick, love that kid. He's like, whatever, I sent you off. I got a second-round pick. You come back. Now you're mine. I like it. See what happens. It's going to get wild, man. It's definitely going to be wild. Yeah, even like the Jared Goff and the Matt Ryans, you're like, they're not. Yeah, (laughs) they're not feeling great about it. There's times I know that Sean McVay, you could see his jaw clenched, and he's thinking, God damn it, if I just didn't have Jared Goff sitting back there right now, if he had a Kyler Murray type, he would fucking love it, man. I think Tannehill, Allen, those guys are safe too. Russ Wilson. Yeah, Dak those guys are on there. Tannehill. As long as Dak can walk yeah. right, he'll be fine. Yeah. Dak, Joe Burrow, you know, as long as he Burrow, comes back yeah. healthy. Justin Herbert, yeah. Herbert. Colts, I think the Colts is the most ideal destined landing spot because not only they have the most fit team, you could just like walk in there and start winning. I think the Jets might move on from Sam Darnold, too. So, it's like everything's all up in the air, man. It's going to be fucking wild. Well, if they get that right. Transitions. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, if they don't. I think the Jets are in the exact same situation that uh, Arizona was in back in the day. 
You just picked up Sam Darnold. He's been okay. I mean, R- Rosen sucked from the get-go. But then you're like, wait, do we really just move on from him and go get a, a number one quarterback? And the answer is yes. Did you know Did you know that the 49ers signed Josh Rosen? No way. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to say. Uh, he's on their practice squad. or He's actually, yeah. uh, if C.J. Beathard gets hurt in this uh, 49ers-Cardinals game, Josh Rosen's the next man up. <laughs> Been with the team like three days. That's wow. dope. I hope he comes in. That's crazy. They're gonna kill him if he does. Yeah, man. Hey, did you see? Uh, sorry, did, Rich. Did you see if uh, for the Raiders is Derek Carr gonna be back or is Mariota getting the start? He's iffy, man. Something to check in on throughout the week here. Uh, I think it was that he didn't practice today, so. Looking a little iffy for this weekend. Uh, interesting. Interesting to see what we'll get out of Mariota. Full game, full week of prep. Uh, I don't know, though. That's that's that Miami defense. I think Miami's defense is somehow underrated or undervalued out there, um, both in the fantasy community and the NFL community. I think it's underrated. I, I think they're those lockdown corners, man, they're, they're – when you have two of them like that, it's 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 a game changer, man. It, it really does. Those guys, those guys can go one on one with just about anybody, basically. Maybe short of Tyreek Hill. Did you just call him short? <laughs> oh yeah, short Tyreek Hill. Boom, you got it. Right to it. You don't like when you call him short, man. He's a short he's guy. Gonna catch, he's probably gonna catch two touchdowns this week because of that, and do two backflips. <laughs> Short people do that clips. Did you guys did you see that story about Juju where he like uh, was posting videos of dancing on the like uh fifty yard line and the logos of some some teams right at midfield and yeah. His past like three or four away games and then he did it he did it again for the Bengals game and they got him all fired up, man. They came after him and, and then like it happened that that fumble was like right there at the midfield too. Like he was like running almost to get right to the marker again. And that guy just came and popped him one dude. So yeah, he got, he basically, that was like the ultimate bulletin board material. And they said, get the fuck out of here, man. Dude, everyone remembers feeling. Dallas star, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that T.O. on the Cowboy star? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody decked him. Yeah. For that. Yeah. So Juju took it, man, and actually, like Tomlin said, he was going to talk to him. I think he talked to him today about uh, let's not do that anymore. <laughs> let's just be done with those TikTok videos of you dancing. <laughs> we're not, we're not feeling it, man. It's not, not, not a good look for us, and not really. It's a total bulletin board material. Easy. Yeah. Yep, and they've lost three in a row and look like shit. They're garbage right now. I mean, Big Ben is like. Dude, I, I, I think he's hurt, man. I think he's hurt. He's, yeah. His throwing motion is awful, um, and he can't move. So, <laughs> man, he's it, it scares me, man. And he's totally ugly, man. Dude, man. He right. took his helmet off to like tell De- oh. Deontay Johnson he's like great catch. I'm like, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> he gets like a little chubby, <laughs> and that like face gets all like plumped up, and you're just like, whoa, dude. What the hell happened to you? It's like a Janet yeah, Cowboy. And, 
and now he's got to play Indy this week, who's a, a really good defense. And and honestly, I think Indy sets up really well offensively for what for what they want to do offensively, run the ball and use their running backs. Uh, from what I saw out of Pittsburgh's defense, all of a sudden, uh, you know, Gio Bernard running all over them. Um, yeah, they, they look really suspicious suspect against the run they were put uh, in such bad pos- position because of big Ben. so i mean if he continues to do that then i think that's, that's gonna, gonna continue but if like for some reason they just like score you know, i mean just play like they should on offense then i think that defense will be fine but uh, okay they can't run the ball the the, the offensive line is not playing well right now so they can't run the ball and so that means that ben has to throw the ball and, and ben can't throw the ball so, and, and this is now going to be against Indy's defense. So this is all setting up for a fucking big fucking Indy day, in my opinion. Maybe Big Ben needs to find Jesus. I mean, that's what <laughs> Philip Rivers did, and he's still throwing the ball. So maybe that's just what Big my Ben needs. A little Jesus in his life. Gesundheit. Yeah, oh, pardon me. <laughs> pardon me. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, more games. Go. Yeah, what Sunday night football, guys. Sunday night that? game. This is, gonna be, this is Titans at Packers. Oh, so baby. that is going to be a pretty good game. Uh, Derrick Henry, you know, he is in the championship game in our league, probably in a lot of leagues. So wondering, Rich, how are you foreseeing the big man getting it done up there in the frozen tundra of Green Bay? Well, you're Mr. Weather Report, but I'll tell you a weather report. Um, it's supposed to be, like, really cold. Cold and snow. 15 degrees, probably, and it's supposed to feel like two. That's what I got from a little weather weather reporter this afternoon. So that sounds awful, but um, that sounds like prime Derrick Henry time to me. Like, I, I like yeah. the matchup. I like the matchup coming into the week anyway. Like, Green Bay's run defense is not very good. So, okay, that looks nice. That that looks real nice. Um, and then, you know, the cold, I just think it sets up. It's just like when Derrick Henry comes hitting you in the cold, it's like even worse, man. Like, like you don't want to deal with it anyway. And then it's like it is literally ice cold out there like that. Man, I'm scared. I'm scared Mark, for I- them. I don't know if you ever hit your hand with a hammer. It hurts pretty bad, right? <laughs> yes. But if it's cold out and you hit your hand with that hammer, mm-hmm. it hurts so much more. When it's cold out and you hit yourself, oh, it hurts. So I'm thinking Derrick Henry running into these guys. It already yeah. hurts. It's going to hurt trauma. so much more if it's cold out. It's a little yeah. – it's it's trauma. <laughs> I think Vrabel knows that, and he's just gonna he's gonna pound it to him. Yeah, I don't see any reason to go any other way in this game. Literally, get that going solid. Give give him thirty carries almost, and work oh. work play action in there, and fucking, and then have just like a beautiful day. Really, what, what, I would what say, say under on thirty carries is over. Because yeah. what are you gonna do by giving Derrick Henry the ball? Wear the team down, just grind out time, and keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. Yep. So Absolutely. I would I wouldn't be surprised I, I if he got like thirty carries this game. 
I do think Aaron Rodgers and 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 the Packers will be highly motivated in this game. I think they know that that back half of that Carolina game was garbage. Like he, like Aaron Rodgers was sour, man. He was not feeling it. And I think I think after a bad performance is when the Packers come out and perform pretty well. So I do think it'll kind of be a back and forth in this game. I think honestly Derrick Henry is going to be able to like bust off some runs. So it's not going to be like sustained drives either too. Like I think he'll, he'll free up some clock on some big runs in this game. I think he might bust like, you know, 60 yard touchdowns because (laughs) one was the, uh, what was the last time a running back won MVP? I'm just wondering off the top of my head. It's it's usually always a quarterback, you know, and this year Rodgers and Mahomes are probably be in the conversation, but I would think Derrick Henry, man, he why couldn't that guy yeah, be I mean, the league MVP? I think he's he's getting he's getting somewhere close to, you know, maybe fifth or sixth in the favorites to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually Give me a moment. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to look it up. I don't know. That's a funny thing you bring up, Mark, the MVP talk, because I've always kind of considered the MVP talk is obviously the most valuable player. And Mm -hmm. so if you were to subtract that player from that team, I look at how that team would fare without him. And Tennessee, I mean, you know, they got two big backs. I don't think they'd be as good, but I do think they'd still win some games. And then you think of, Pat Mahomes coming out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that team's garbage. <laughs> so, I mean, they got a lot of offensive weapons and everything, but if you don't have anyone distributing the ball, it's, it's a, it's a game changer. So to me, I still think Pat Mahomes is the MVP, but I mean, Derek Henry's having a great, great year, but uh, that's kind of why the edge I think does go to quarterbacks because they are kind of irreplaceable. The the next drop off to the backup mm-hmm. is just so bad that yeah, really it's a quarterback league, man, and and it it seeps into like every facet of the game, every stat. I mean, it's just if you don't have a quarterback, a young, a good quarterback like Pat Mahomes, like Kyler Murray, Murray, like you're just at such a disadvantage uh, <clears throat> with a lot of these other teams. God, they're making it so difficult for me to look this up. Okay, I got it now. They didn't even have it on the site that I use. Um, MVP odds. Patrick Mahomes is the heavy favorite right now, minus 300. Um, Then it's Aaron Rodgers, who's plus 260. Josh Allen for plus 900. Then it is Derrick Henry in the fourth position at plus 2,500. And then it's Russell Wilson. Yeah, he was the leader in the clubhouse for about half the season, man. But about six, seven games. Yeah, I, I love Russ, man. He was on my team this year, but I'm not gonna lie. The last four weeks were disappointing. I think he had like one good week in five weeks. So, I mean, you're talking MVP. I'll give you a bad week, but five. Real quick, I do think someone should cast a vote for him, but I don't see him winning it. Before we move on to some more games, um, can you guys guess who the next name is on this list after Russ Wilson? Kyler. Kyler Murray. Oh, he's the Tom next Brady. one down. Kyler? Tom Brady? No. Kyler. Kyler's behind this guy. 
So it goes Russ Wilson, this guy, then Kyler, and then Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Roethlisberger is behind Tom Brady. Herbert? <laughs> Justin Herbert? Nope. nope. I guess you. Tannehill. Oh, Tannehill. 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 I was like, damn, that's actually pretty surprising. But yeah, so they got two MVP candidates in the fucking top, what is this, six, seven, seven? Yeah, it's fucking pretty, pretty wild. Uh, anyway, we were talking Seattle a little bit. Can we talk that game? Then maybe we'll do an intermission then after that. I think it's fucking yes. about, about that, time. that time, right? All right. Um, interesting game here. No Cam Akers. That's the one little note that I wanted to say here on this game. No Cam Akers. Unfortunate for guys that picked him up. They were looking for some nice production. They were pretty much getting that. And during last week's game, it was during the game, he had like that injury, you know. You think of that from Sarop's uh, perspective there, fucking, <laughs> he, he needed, what, four more points or something to win that game? It was right in range, man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so he won't be out there. Uh, interestingly enough, I think this is more the Malcolm Brown type game. That You know, they're going to be a split backfield. It'll be Daryl Henderson. It'll be Malcolm Brown. I think when – Games are a little tougher and they need more of a grinder. I think that's when they go to Malcolm Brown. So I kind of foresee Malcolm Brown having a decent day here. Yeah, it's a tough one for me because I've always been a huge proponent of these divisional games. You never, I mean, the teams suck ass all year and then they play each other and it's just like the Bengals in Pittsburgh. Like, where the fuck did the Bengals come out and start playing like that? But they hate they hate each other like so like it's not yeah. just like this season it's like they gear up for these games so I think the Rams and the Seahawks will not be as much as the Rams just getting blown out by what fucking Dallas and Seattle just playing atrocious lately I do think they'll come play a lot better game uh, defenses will come step up a little more on both sides so you know maybe like a seventeen twenty three game something like that but I do see Seattle being victorious Mark what do you think. Uh, I don't know, man. That's not really one of the game that I'm paying all that much attention to. I mean, I'm I'm more worried about the Bears and the Cardinals games. This is this is the matchups I'm be keying in on this weekend. Let's do the Bears, obviously. Yeah, I mean it's the Bears and the Jags. I mean, just off the, I mean, the Jags are what one and thirteen, like. I mean, the Bears should win this game, no problem. But will they? Uh, maybe. The Jags do not want to win the game. They no, you're right. That, and it, actually, like you said in the last episode, Rich, like the way this is setting up for the Bears, both Jacksonville and then their Week 17 appoint, opponent, Green Bay, could literally have nothing to play for and not want to win or care. So. I mean, that's like – if that's how it plays out, dude, the Bears should win both those games. <laughs> I agree, man. Yeah, it's going to be fucking wild. Um, 
Yeah, dude. The, I, I mean, know. Green Bay will play their starters if they have any chance at all of you know bettering their position, bettering their seed, whatever the case is. Maybe but for if they, yeah, if they have nothing to play for at all going into it, uh, dude, they're resting some guys for sure. Yeah. And seventeen. That's just how it goes. That's why, like the cards, the cards got to know it's like it's on. Like this is the playoffs. Like you have to win from yeah. here on. <laughs> you can't. You don't have that wiggle room anymore. It's it's time to win. Win the rest of the way. It's kind of like in fantasy. You know, your manager, and you're sitting there staring at the playoffs about to happen. You're like, this motherfucker gets the two easiest fucking people to play. Like Mark, your last three weeks were fucking atrocious, man. <laughs> You played Sirope, me, and Rich. Like, those are like, I'm trying to make the playoffs, and I got to play the three top scorers in the league. That's fucked up. And then Zach, you know, (laughs) or like some of these other guys just play like, you know, Turtle, Jay, and these, the three bottom teams. And you're just like, dude, that's fucked up. But here it is in the NFL, billion dollar organizations, and it still happens. So there's really no escaping it. Oh. Hey, before we move on, I missed something when it came to that Seattle game. Did you guys hear about Josh Gordon? Yeah, he's smoking weed again, man. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I understand. I understand. We all like smoking weed. No doubt. But, But, man, if you're an NFL player, you can't smoke weed. You're not allowed. (laughs) They're going to do a test, and then you're going to get in trouble. And so he got in trouble again. He's done again. So here's the thing. Like, I smoke a shit ton of weed. But if you said, Brad, I'm going to pay you a million dollars. Just don't smoke weed for a year. Done. <laughs> done. Done. Yeah. See Quit you in a year. Right, right fucking now. Yeah. You put that money in my bank account, I swear to God, I will not smoke for a whole year. Yeah, I mean it should be fairly simple. I mean, like we all get it. We we are actually proponents of smoking weed here at this podcast. But honestly, like you know, if not, if you're an NFL player, an active NFL player, like they have rules. That's that's their system. You gotta go by their system. That's the system where you get paid in. So let's let's get paid, man. (laughs) Go out there and play. Uh, Josh Gordon's good. Relax. Some of these rules too at this point i mean when you see i mean what do we got a third of the states uh with recreational marijuana something like that so yeah i, mean, I still have felt peel back some of their harsher restrictions i would think it's a medicine yeah i, mean, yeah, I guess the nba has gone towards that way they're Josh not testing Gordon, and stuff they're like dude all you gotta do is not smoke it's like burglin he came back he's had and, a lot of and all he had to do was not like drop everybody. So <laughs> just to, just don't drop your players, and then he just dropped players. Yeah. He just did it. It's in his it's in his like core of who he is, I guess. <laughs> he just has to like Berglin just had to fucking grind at us. <laughs> Man, I didn't think we were going to be bringing him up tonight. Thanks, Brad. Talk about grinding us into a halt. We better fucking do the intermission. It's 
<laughs> you brought him up. I'll just say that having 12 solid fantasy managers is an integral part of the league. And it's not always easy to find 12, but we'll get there. Absolutely. I will tip my hat to you. I do feel like you're like the top 1% when it comes to commissioners. You handle your shit. You cross your T's, dot your I's. You cover everything and try and getting ahead of things before they actually happen. So I like the proactiveness you have. So that's the toughest part. Of it. What you said? I said he dots his lowercase J's as well. Uh, no, that's the toughest part of the job for me though. What you mentioned, Brad, is it's the shit that you're not expecting and not planning for. And it just happens. It's like, uh, that's what that's what grinds on me, man. And then this whole COVID year has been like, what's next on the agenda? Yeah, but it's all good, you man. You guys helped me through it. Rich is uh fucking dialed in. Yeah, we just gotta get one of those like motorcycles with the little sidecar. Rich, you jump in, fucking commissions go for a ride. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> I got my new dude already. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like driving around with the little sidecar. Uh, <laughs> little goggles over your face. Yeah, that thing's dope. Little leather hat on, <laughs> goggles over your eyes. <laughs> but yeah, man, let's uh let's start up this little herbal intermission here, fellas, before we get to some buds and burnouts on week sixteen, championship week and you know, just uh, – and some waivers. I mean, any last-minute guys, like I said at the beginning, Rich, if there's anybody that you're like, yo, it's week 16, if you just need something off your waiver wire, here's a guy that can get you, you know, 10 to 15 or 20, something like that. I got a few of those. I got a few of those guys. We'll hit it right there at the back half. We'll go through it real quick. I got a couple, a couple little gem guys that we can – pick out and give to people that you know i mean you don't necessarily i mean you're in your championship you don't necessarily like need a spot start but sometimes you do i mean like just you might be running on fumes to get to that end and you might need a spot start or the skills so there's a couple good guys still out there that's what i love about what we do is that there's you know there's there's still that pickings where you can pick at guys. I mean, Russell Gage pops off last week. So, like, there's guys. There's guys that can score uh, points. Everyone. Jalen Hurts, he seems like he might be okay at football. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Go Heading into this week, he was only at uh, 33% roster. I'll check his availability yeah. now. But I'm sure it's I'm sure it's going up, and he's got a good matchup this week. So, you should get him. You know, there's, there's other guys. But let, let's smoke some weed first here real quick. Yeah, and, man. Uh, uh, we'll get to it. Rich, I guess you got something uh, in the intermission. Something for the guys here. Episode, what are we on? 45? Still 45. Alive? 45 still alive. Sweet, man. Uh, yeah, so, I, uh, I brought a little something today. So, Yeah. I was. I had to go and find a, a new place. I was searching out a, a product that uh, I was looking for the Keith Colas. So I, I happened to find it, and I went to the um, the wonderful people, Brad, at Harvest Glendale. Uh, oh, good folks, <laughs> wonderful people. Yes. So that uh, I went to the wonderful people, right, Brad, at Harvest. Yeah. Um, I saw the them there. Good and, people down at Harvest. 
the good people down at harvest. The good people down at harvest. That's how Brad puts it. I I, I got it wrong. I, I want to get it right here. Good people down at harvest, and um, so I'm gonna try something new today. I haven't I haven't tried it before. Um, since I went to the good people down at harvest, Glendale, um, I went ahead. I, you know I do more cartridges. Um, I went ahead and got me some wonderful venom extracts in a cartridge. Like that, they just so, give them down. I will... Venom extracts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I am. There you go. I I followed in your footsteps, Brad. I, I went to a harvest. I, I found some venom extracts. So now I'm going to try it out. I've never had a venom cartridge. I don't think you have had a cartridge from them, correct? Correct. So I'm going to give it a whirl. Uh, so I have. Well, I, I'll let you guys choose. I, I, I probably prefer the sativa because I'm going to edit tonight. But um, I got blueberry, blueberry blast as a sativa, or right. a bubblegum glue, which is a hybrid. Mm. Blueberry blast, man. Should I try both? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say I was going to say bubblegum glue, man. I like that sound. I like the sound of that. Sounds like it's going to glue you to your chair. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know about that glue term. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cancel it and go. I'm gonna go with the blast. Yeah, I mean that that makes a lot more sense. I've got a, a blast off. Yeah, like we're going, or or am I gonna get glued to the chair? Yeah, I don't get. I don't want to get glued. I want to fucking couch lock rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going with blueberry blast. I can already smell it. I just blast. stuck the pen by my mouth I could smell the blueberry just like coming right out of it pretty wild okay oh, oh, oh. pretty wild what's going on with this thing oh it doesn't like it my pen doesn't like it hold on oh, see oh do we have some uh... you got technical difficulties man hold on so Mark are you gonna sp- spice up uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas dinner with that sprinkle, sprinkle, stuff. yeah, it's a sprinkle. You got, you got sprinkle? No, that ain't funny. Just oh. fuck the whole family Dude, up. Yeah. Dude, no joke, it's not working. That sucks. Dude. Maybe it's not compatible. That cartridge in the pen ain't compatible for some reason or something. Different kind of cartridge. Uh, I mean, they're all. Uh, That's weird. Fucking sell. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try the other thing here. I got it. I'm gonna try the glue now. See what the glue does. And then I'll go back to the cartridge that I was already on and just get stoned. <laughs> if it don't work. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Man, I don't like it, man. Oh, oh, oh. Wait. Yeah. I don't like it. It said no. I wonder why. That's disappointing, guys. <laughs> well, are they such good people now, Brad? Oh, man. Maybe it's just my pen. My pen's yeah. fucked up. Dude, come on. Oh, man. What did you tell me about the this? Roast? You can the person in the row. I mean, these things are, like, way up the chain. Dude, I wrecked my pen. Your pen is wrecked. 
Ah, oh, this is quite disappointing. I had oh, a fucking key solo, so I'm on it. That is bug. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? This sucks. Oh, oh this pen's just fried, dude. Wow. Dude, I saw a video on, uh, I think it was YouTube or something, of some dude, he was, like, walking in a store, his surveillance footage, and he had, like, a vape pen in his pocket, and he's just walking, and the thing, like, exploded <laughs> in his pocket. Oh, my God. Could you imagine this thing That's just like exploded right now? That's why I carry a giant blowtorch. Yeah. I, I don't want that explosion. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's wise. Very wise. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess I can't even get stoned now. Like, yeah, my pen's fucked up. Oh, I'm just like... Dude, just doing all sorts of weird shit. I don't know what's wrong with this thing. I'm gonna leave it alone. Otherwise, it probably will blow up. Alright. Well. Well, I got some green crack. Green crack. Smoke it, dude. Yeah, you want to smoke it up? I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty stoned right now, but you know what? Fucking the holidays. It is officially a merry holiday. Christmas. Yeah. Merry green Christmas. The green Christmas it is. Hmm. Green crack Christmas. Man. What a bitch ass pen. It <laughs> <laughs> sucks, man. Take it down there, man. Maybe they'll hook you up. Get you uh, all set up with some new shit. Be like, hey, I man, this so. thing fucking cashed out on me. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I kept my I've receipt. got a couple of the disposable ones, man. So those ones will... Those work better for me. I haven't got the whole yeah. cartridge. I wonder yet. if that would be a better way to go. Just get a disposable ones. He's the Venom rep, and he said if you take the cartridges down to uh, Harvest, they'll swap them out for you and get you a new pen. And so, say, use his name and maybe uh, get you a little something back for your troubles. Greg. Greg. With a G. Got it. <laughs> what how many G's? How many? Yeah, how many G's, though? Like, that could be, like, different. G-R-E-G-G. Three G's. Three G's. Three G's. Kind of like us, man. Three G's. Three, the three G's. G's. I like that. <laughs> Maybe we should have Greg yeah, on here. It... <laughs> oh, shit. Greg Glass. <laughs> the Venom Rip. <laughs> I got an email in with the Venom Rip. He says I'll take care of you. That's good. Oh, I yeah. appreciate it. Guys on top of it. <laughs> we haven't even put this out there yet, and it's fucking. No, I mean I reached out to him. Care. He doesn't know, it's but good, I had man. to reach out. But... Appreciate you taking care of that. <laughs> I know you got my back, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I love Venom. You know, you can't be smearing their name. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to smear their name, but it's yeah, I mean, I mean, destroyed my pen. Yeah. <laughs> correct it, and I'm. Uh... I'm glad they're taking the proper steps. Now when am I going to get high again? <laughs> I don't know. I'll text Greg. See what he says. <laughs> Three questions. Interesting. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he understands my question. It's weird. It's weird. 
Really weird. See, this is what happens when you make a slum mark. We just start talking. Where'd he go? Did he leave? I didn't even notice really at first. He's a ninja. Where'd he go? Did he save? He's, He's a ninja. ninja. He just he poofed. He's more of a magician. He's more of a magician. Fuck it out of here. You know, just like, what the fuck? I was almost stoned enough to believe that. <laughs> yeah. Except I wasn't because my pen's broken. Yeah. We got to bust it through this last, this last bit. Check. What up? He's Why back. He's a, you're a magician. I, mean, I was. Brad said you're. What were you calling him? Ninja. A ninja, and I called ninja. you a magician. Dude, oh, you just sweet. disappeared. Huh? We like looked at your screen. You're like, oh, he's gone. <laughs> like, like I'm back, baby. Let's do this. He's back. All right, yeah. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's uh, let's do our back half and fucking. Get on a roll, man. Get to the get to the festivities. Yeah, buddy. Alright, man. Yeah, let's wrap up that little intermission and hopefully we get uh your pen situation figured out and solved for you over there, Rich. Uh, never like to see that during our intermission. Technical difficulties. Wah, wah, wah. You know yeah. they have heart and the thing is to be understanding and patient. Yeah. These things happen to I'm people. Chill. I'm chill. I had that whole soda, so I, 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 it's kicking pretty good right now. So, I maybe that was, anybody, maybe that's what it was. It was like I don't need it anymore. Like, hey, back off. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody did want you to or want to listen to Rich, you know, hit some vape pens. Uh, there's like 44 episodes, I think that he's probably doing all that generated, <laughs> all generated with functioning pen the entire time so out of that that's pretty good ratio really yeah when you think about it <laughs> one out of 44 that's is that's a pretty good percentage really very <laughs> reliable actually now that i think about that's, it don't seem like it's a, a night, really but... mark that's a really positive spin you've put on that that is nice dude <laughs> okay fuck oh how you think about it man yeah. <laughs> all right it's let's get this back half we got some buds and some burnouts for this week 16 championship a week in everybody's fantasy leagues. And uh, Rich, you know, do you want to start there? Or do you want to start on maybe some uh, spike uh, plays on the waiver wire that you're forecasting? Yeah, let's let's well, let's yeah, let's do the waiver wire. Um, well, maybe it's a little mix here. Uh, one of my Let's guys is out. Malcolm. One of my guys is Malcolm Brown. So I think I, I think he'll be available in most leagues. Um, it's kind of a really under the radar type pick here. So you know, I mean, you're gonna have to place your trust in me if you're gonna do this one. But I, I think he's the the back that they're gonna. Like I said earlier, he's the back they're gonna use, and he's the guy I think that's gonna pop. So that's that's a guy I do like a lot. He is actually a bud of mine. So I, I think he's that that big of a pop this weekend. I think he can get two touchdowns. Um, you got a waiver move that's a budget. What do you got? Yeah, Fournette. That's perfect. Leonard Fournette. Fournette. Yeah. I think he's going to get two yeah. rushing touchdowns and maybe like 80 to 100 yards. He's going to pop off for about 20 points. So nice little addition. Detroit's run D. Yeah, man. 
pick on it. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's gonna beat up on him. Yeah, and I was I mean, surprised. By, uh, the other, the other week when I was watching the Bucks game, I thought I saw Lashawn McCoy get in there, and I was like, I forgot they even had Lashawn McCoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah unreal. What about Keyshawn Vaughn, man? You'll see him next year, I guess. He's a talented cat, man. We'll see something from Keyshawn Vaughn eventually. Um, all right, so waivers, man. Uh, I, 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 Tony Pollard is still going to be available. And to me, I like I, I was saying, like, if I have the roster flexibility, if, like, I could put him on my roster somehow, I'm going to put him there. Because if he ends up getting the start, I really like the guy, and I really like his opportunity this week. Yeah, I put him almost a top twelve back, so you got to get him. <laughs> so if he's available, like, I, like I would say, like this is championship week, okay? So if I have a guy on my roster, I have no intention of starting him this week, um, and I don't fear him being started against me. Like, get him off my roster. Go pick up Tommy Pollard. Go pick up prospects who could pan out, like. Yeah, I, you know, some people like Le'Veon Bell this week more than me, though. Um, you know, you could pick him up, and if you like him, then play him. But, you know, I don't know what you think about Bell, Brad. No, I mean, Bell. if it's a super deep league and, you know, you need, like, a spot start, I, I mean, I could be talked into him because he does catch balls from Mahomes and he runs it. He, I see him getting lucky with one touchdown. So yeah, I see I mean, him being like a more 12 to 15 guy as his ceiling. So, I mean, if you really don't have anyone to start and you're looking at some of these receivers out there, he might be someone a little more stable. But when it comes to running backs, he's he's a little bit lower on my list. Well, yeah. I mean, he's definitely lower. I mean, there's, there's guys, I mean, like, I don't like Bell. Like me personally, I'd be like, no. Like, even though he is in that offense, I, I think you are depending on getting that that touchdown out of him for it to be really a successful day. Whereas, like, I think a guy like Jeff Wilson against Arizona could have a good day because he's going to have the job pretty much to himself. Um, I, like I said, Tony Pollard, I, I'll push for that again. Uh, there's uh, Ahmed, the the Miami running back. He's gonna have a juicy matchup, dude. Like, um, and uh, you know, Gus Edwards will probably be available out there. Like, he may not have had the the numbers last week, but he he had the opportunities again. It's it's a split backfield right now, and they're not using Mark Ingram, so that's a different guy too. It's just Cordell like there's Patterson. there's a lot of names. What'd you get? Cordell Patterson. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, scoop him up. Uh, I will just a little note here, guys. Marcus Mariota is projected Mm 18.1 right now, so it looks like he may be getting that start. Well, I like Tua, too, in that game. I think think, um, Tua is going to have a nice matchup, man. Like, Las Vegas' defense has been bad, real bad. Like, pretty much since the week I picked them up. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally that week, it was like boom <laughs> through the floor, dude. It's like, I, like that's a, a little bit of my own self scouting is like, okay, what's going on with defense? Like, I'm gonna like look at like 
where where am I lacking in looking at defenses this year? Like, what's going on? But we mentioned some wide receivers, and you did say Cordero Patterson, but I mentioned him, I think, on our other podcast. Uh, he's week, a, he's right? a running back. He's a running back. Uh, I, like a, I like a wide receiver, though. I like Darnell Mooney. I, I, I like that kid. Oh. I think he's going to have a good week. So I think he's he's one of those guys, if you need, like, a spike, like – like there's sometimes when you can like see what's happening and then go okay well I need a spike like I I want I need a guy who can go through the roof well Darnell Mooney like just has a, a juicy matchup like his cornerback his matchup is pretty fucking nice so go get that um, I like Gabe Davis I, I keep pushing for him too I mean I, and now like Patriots uh, I put I think put Gilmore on the IRR today. So it, that's just like, I think they're tapping out, man. Like he's, he's ready to tap out. There's, there's nothing to really play for here. And I, I don't think even if they wanted to win there, they would win this game. So I think Gabe Davis can have a nice game here. Yeah. And uh, Hollywood Brown is out there. He's had a touchdown and three or four. So he's yeah. a guy who you talk about spike plays the he, I'm surprised he hasn't had a week or two where he's blown up, you know, for, for a big 25, 30 point score. So he had a couple of those last year. Yeah. And the giants are looking a little banged up in their secondary too. So especially if James Bradbury doesn't play in this game, I I think that definitely leads towards uh, Hollywood Brown being a starter, startable guy. And we got Russell Gage too. Like Julio sits again. I think Russell Gage, they're going to be playing keep up in that game. So, um, Another guy who could he could pop off again. Uh, I did mention Tua, I think, right at quarterback. Yeah, you know, you just talked me into a move, my last move, Rich. <laughs> Look at that. Did you just do it? Yeah. What'd you do? I want so Mariota. Mariota got Mariota. You're gonna, start, you're gonna start him over Russ. The Rams. All right. I think so. Do He's it. projected to get point one more points. Right I mean, here it's on pretty there. clear as day to start him. <laughs> Brad's, Brad, Brad's very last move. It's nice, yeah. dude. And plus, I figured... No, nah, no, he's never going to start Derek Carr. But he's got down hurts. I got um, I can't just give me 12 points. So... By the way, if you're desperate at tight end, I got Dalton Schultz home at home versus Philadelphia. Philly seems to give up um, some good, decent points to tight ends, so that's actually a, a good matchup. I bet you he's going to get a touchdown. I might take a prop bet on a touchdown for him this weekend. Uh, and then uh, I'm done. I'm done with waivers. We can do some fucking do some fun stuff. I mean, not that not that waivers isn't fun. I mean, waivers is vital. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's give out our burnouts and our buds for this uh, week sixteen, guys. I mean, the fans have been following along all year, making their notes, checking them twice. You know, making sure that if we got a a bud on our list, obviously they're going to be throwing them in their lineup. So. Uh, let's start there, man. Let's start with the, the good shit. Uh, one of my buds, imagine this, Derek Henry. Uh, I think that's all I need to say, really. Derek Henry. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I would like, to, I would like to be friends and buds with Derek Henry. Yeah. Because, you well, know, you don't want to, you don't want to cross him. 
You don't want to be his enemy or anything. I mean, Derrick Henry is obviously going to be good. So let's like kind of take it one step further. And like, let's Mark, let's have you set the odds on over under on yards for Derrick Henry in this game. Okay, I'll say one, one eighteen. Over, over. I'm going to say one fifty six. Is that what you want to set the over under at, Brad? That's what my over under is. I'll I'll still take the over. Oh, what's your over? (laughs) Rich. Well, I, I mean, if I was setting a line, when you set a line, you're looking to get action on both sides. So I think that you, you, you'd you set it like, you know, 140 or some shit like that. But uh, I think he's going to get about 200 yards. 200 again? <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, that could doing? be enough to uh, take Bushwood straight to Titletown. I'm telling you, man. You, okay, we're getting off, off for order here, but it's obviously uh, it's organic. I got to tell you, he's my gold. I've, I've got him as my gold. I think he's gonna have a fucking. I think he's gonna have a fucking stellar game, dude. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we already got one Acapulco gold out there. Let's let's do another one. I'll give you mine. <laughs> let's do it. I'm gonna go with uh, Josh Allen this week. Hmm. Monday Night Football at New England. Okay. Uh, he's been going off lately, man, and uh, I don't know. He's talk about a QB situation that looks settled, man. Buffalo looks like they found their franchise guy for the next what, ten years. Yeah, he's straight up slinging it, man. Think about like where this this guy came from. Like his rookie year, he's he, he's just completing the ball fifty two percent of the time. And now he's at 68%. He's got all these yards, these touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. He's taking care of the ball a lot better lately. Like we used to say, like he's a little erratic with it, and that hasn't been there. You know, at least last four or five weeks, he's really reined it in, man. And they let him they let him cook. <laughs> they're they're four wide a lot, you know. You got for some bud. Well, I got, I got, I'm going to do two buds at once, you know, because mm-hmm. they're on the same team. I'm going to pick Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb against the Jets. Oh, I think the Jets were ecstatic to win a game. And then they're like, wait, we're not in last place still? And they're like, oh, shit. So I do not think they're going to bring any kind of intensity. They're probably going to have an all-night banger with a lot of cocaine the night before. Just say, like, fuck it, who cares? So I actually see and Baker, you know, he's he's hitting some fucking strides right now, you know. So I think he's mm-hmm. just gonna fucking be wheeling dealing. And Nick Chubb is kind of one of those backs that he kind of imposes his will on you. You know, he he just falls forward for those three extra yards. He constantly gets those tough ones, and then he gets the outside and he, he makes you pay with nice cutbacks and stuff. So I think those two guys, Nick Chubb, I'm going to predict in the 25-plus, and Baker, 30-plus. Yeah, Nick Chubb, dude, I was watching him uh, last week, and uh, it was one touchdown he scored. It was like from nine yards out, but like you were talking about, Brad, the cutback ability. I mean, he started going left, cut it back right up the middle, and he's in the end zone. I think talent-wise, Nick Chubb's about, you know, top five for sure. As a, as an NFL running back, he is he's fucking. 100. He's got everything you want, man. 
And it's wild that they have Kareem Hunt there, though, too. It's like Kareem Hunt's pretty pretty fucking stellar too man he's i mean he doesn't he doesn't get the rock as much but geez dude like he's like top 12 yeah yeah he's a top 12 running back we got two of these guys on their team it's like perfect for what they want to do too so who would you like those dudes drake or kareem hunt as an arizona running back oh kareem hunt kareem hunt kareem hunt all day. I don't know. I mean, off-field issues aside, like talent, put him on the field. Green Hunt, thank you. <laughs> Hopefully he's been going to a therapist for that stuff. It's, it's a good call. It's a good call. Uh, are we still doing buds? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we, we each got one more to throw out there, Rich. Okay. I think. Well, Maybe okay, you got well, two more. I'm going to give you a provisional one, and that's if he has the starting job, and that's Tony Pollard. I like him a lot. I talked about him earlier. Uh, and I'll give you a real one, and it happens to be Mr. Kyler Murray. I talked about how San Francisco's defense has a lot of trouble with them, and they're very banged up on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I don't know if you noticed last weekend, San Francisco gave up 41 points to the Dallas Cowboys um, with Andy Dalton at at the helm. So uh, I, I do I do believe that Kyler Murray is going to have a really good day. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that a theme on a couple of those guys. Once I once yeah. I put them down, I was like, hmm. Wait a second now. What do these two guys have in common, Kyler Murray and Derrick Henry? <laughs> and DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know about DeAndre Hopkins, though. He might be he might be kind of on he's actually kind of on my burnout list because you might be expecting like big twenty points from him. And I think he's more gonna get you eight, nine, ten. It'll be six to eight. Hmm. Six to eight. So, yeah, definitely in the burnout section. Uh, DK gave me six something. My my last guy on my uh, kind buds, and I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. David Montgomery, I'm predicting uh, another big day for him. He's on a four-week tear in fantasy football, and uh, now they play the Jaguars, so. Uh, Montgomery is, is, you know, he's making me a believer. So let's see if the kid can keep it going. Rich is puffing his chest. He's not stretching his back. He's like, I called this shit with him. I mean, I'm just saying I did. I mean, I I wasn't trying to puff out my chest. I needed to stretch out. I was actually stretching. I wasn't trying to puff my chest. (laughs) But, yeah. I, I, I did happen to say... That David Montgomery would be fucking very nice on the back half of this season. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, David Montgomery. Gold. He said, "Gold." Yeah, I went out of order. I gave my gold to Josh Allen this week. Oh, Josh Allen. All right, I'm gonna go. Who's your gold? Fortunately, it's going against me. Let me go Jalen Hurts. 
Hurts. Hurts again. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. He wants to to prove that, hey, man, I'm the guy. And he's got the legs. He he can run for 100 yards and score two touchdowns with his legs. So, to me, that can get you over 35 points. And that's that beast. Who would have thought, man? Like, that's the thing is, like, you got to, like, you got to understand that, like, things definitely shift. That's what I always say is, like, there's such big shifts. Every every four weeks is a chunk in this season. And look at what this four weeks has brought us. It's brought us David Montgomery going off. It's brought us Jalen Hurts going off right now. So it's, like, everything's a big fucking roller coaster for sure. Like, I don't think anybody would have fucking at the beginning of the season would have said, hey, man, you know, you know, if you got Jalen Hurts on your roster at the end of the season, yeah. <laughs> you got the number one quarterback, right. basically. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay, cool, we dude. We talked about how I thought about picking him up for, for Russ. And if I would have listened yeah. to that advice, I mean, Russ had nine points, 20 points, 14, 15, 22, 12. I mean, the last six weeks have been very mediocre compared to his 30, 33, 36, 20, 24s, you know? So if I would, because I thought about picking him up, but then I had that stronghold mentality of I can't bench a big name, you know. And you look at playoffs. it. I tough mean, call, you, man. It's a tough call, man. But if you want to win a championship, I mean, if I would have went and picked up Hurts, I'd be playing. So. Yeah, but it just as easily could have backfired, man. And you know. I know, like, how tense would it be though? Like, I mean, like. You, you may have won that, and then it would just be like this, like, tension, like, because you wouldn't have a move all week this this week heading into it. But, I mean, like, obviously, like, you'd be like, well, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer it, though. <laughs> like, I'd prefer that. <laughs> I'd find a way to. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, ideally, like, in your head, you're saying to yourself, the smart, wise decision is hold on to a move. And move on to the last week, so I have something covered, so I can make sure I can start a lineup. I mean, Mark Mark knows best that uh, me not starting a tight end in the championship <laughs> game is not this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's true. I mean, you had to hold on to one move. I I agree with that, but I'm I'm saying you can't even beat yourself up about the Jalen Hurts thing, dude. Like you have Russell Wilson, yeah. He's been in a little bit of a tailspin, but he's your stud. He's the guy who got you there. You got to roll him out, man. That's how I look at it. Can't second guess that one, bro. No, no, it's not really I can beat myself up. It's just kind of like the what if type thing. There's a lot of what ifs in this game, boys. I think we've learned that over uh, the last 45 episodes. What if when Rich offered me David Montgomery for Chase Edmonds, I said, well, yeah, man, that's a great deal. Let's do this. <laughs> Instead, I was like, David Montgomery, fuck no. No. <laughs> I got go burned me last year. Like, listen, man, I, I just want to make sure I'm, like, secure with the fucking backfield over here. Like, All right. yeah? Okay. All right. Okay. Gotcha. The fact that you didn't get it means he kind of burned you again, you know? He burned me twice now. Now I can never have him on my roster for sure, ever again. How could There's you no redemption like, to it. Yeah, like you're totally like flip-flopped with it. No matter what you do, <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah. 
shit. All right, we doing burnouts or are we fucking just calling it? Let's call it. Some burnouts. Let's call it. We're done. Let's go fucking Merry Christmas it up. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And actually, I will tell people this real quick, Mark. I just lost. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you guys have lost. Didn't make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It sucks. We put a lot into this. But you know what? It is fantasy football. So don't let it get you too down. Enjoy it. You know, obviously spend some emotions in it, but uh, don't let it like crush you and ruin your whole month. It is Christmas. So try and be a little cheery here and there. Oh, yeah. It is Christmas, man. I don't know if you guys are on the same uh, page with me, but Christmas Eve night, uh, me and my wife always watch Die Hard. That's our uh, Christmas uh-huh. movie. So. That's, the, that's pretty cool. Good one. We like Christmas, Christmas vacation. Vacation, yeah, that's on the list yeah. for the week leading to an elf. Definitely gotta watch elf. She's literally watching elf as we speak. <laughs> elf is great, dude. It's fucking hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> How are you? All right, fellas. Well, I wish, yeah, I wish y'all a green Christmas, and uh, we will definitely be back uh, next week. We'll be crowning a champion, guys, uh, in our league, and. Leagues across the world uh going to be finishing up on week 16. So let's go ahead and uh, get on out of here. Wish everybody some happy holidays. Thanks for listening to all our listeners. Y'all rock. So we appreciate it. And some of you guys, you guys roll. You roll too. Yeah, they rock and they roll, dog. Uh, yeah, That's the whole nice. pack. They do. They totally do. All right, guys, we'll catch us next time on the Organic Football Podcast. Late. Rock and roll. Hip-hop. <laughs> Wait. Oh. oh, I got confused. Sorry. <laughs>